From the breeding grounds through the migration routes to the southern wintering areas, Ducks Unlimited has been conserving waterfowl habitat for 86 years. DU volunteers and supporters have helped conserve over 15 million acres, but the work isn't done yet. To play your part in the next 15 million acres, visit www.ducks.org and join our volunteer team or find an event near you. Ducks Unlimited, the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Bottomland is Mossy Oak's original camel pattern created by Toxie Hayes over three decades ago. This pattern preserves the original design while applying advanced technology for increased effectiveness. The same field-proven components and colors, the same dirt and bark elements, the same ability to blend into dark environments and obscure a hunter's outline from every angle. Mossy Oak Bottomland. Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode is brought to you by Mossy Oak, because everything is better in Bottomland. Kent Cartridge, quality matters. Performance counts. Shen Gear, waterfowl gear that is built better. And Benelli USA, dominate the skies. Welcome to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. We're live in, I guess we're not live, because by the time this gets edited, it won't be live. It'll be days or weeks later. Joined by a couple of my children, Maddie Halford. Hello. (laughs) And Trip Halford. Hello. All right. Good deal. Well, it's a Saturday, and we're up at the shop. Today was probably the last day that you guys get to go turkey on this year. Probably, unless you go next weekend. Oh, y'all are going next weekend? With your granddaddy. Oh. Yeah. Duh, ew, okay, sorry. <laughs> that was her, that wasn't me. Well, it's, it's, it's on its way out, it's starting to wrap up, right? Mm-hmm. Sadly. Sadly, yep. Um, so, Tripp and I were talking last night around the fire, or just sitting on the back porch, I guess. We were talking about some of the things that he learned from turkey season, and we decided that we wanted to do a podcast today and uh, like a Beyond the Hunt episode. Include you in it, Maddie. And uh, so, you know, now that y'all got to remember, the people listening, believe it or not, they can't see you nodding. So if I ask you a question, you have to, you have to say something out loud. That's my only problem with podcast. What's, you don't like that? They can't see you? Yeah, pretty much. So, what I want to talk about is, um, what is, I want to talk about some of the things that you learned this turkey season. Um, Maddie, can you think of anything that you've learned this turkey season? Um, well, I guess to keep working at it, because there was a couple hunts there that went swimming, crawled through grass, all the things. Yeah. For the turkey, it's worth it. Okay. Just got to keep working at it. Keep working at it. Okay. All right. 
what uh, what turkey are you talking about that you had to go swimming for? Tell, tell a little more of that story. What do you mean? Uh, well, I killed my Tennessee bird at the farm, I guess it was two weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And we had to crawl through a ditch that was almost knee high. Then we had to crawl, or not we, I had to crawl through tall grass that was also wet. Mm-hmm. And boots are full of water, all the things. Yeah. It was good, though. It was fun. Yeah. Okay. All right. So stay after it. Trip. what are the, some of the things that you learned this turkey season? Don't move. Whatever you do, don't move. <laughs> Tell me how you learned that lesson. Spook two birds within 20 minutes. <laughs> I didn't hear that story. What? Um, you don't got to laugh about it. Yeah, it's not very funny. What uh, two birds within 20 minutes? Tell me, what's the deal there? Well, I spooked a gobbler. and When? In Indiana. Okay. And then about 15, How, 10 how did you spook the gobbler? Did you wave at him? What'd you, I mean, what'd you do? <laughs> I didn't look before I moved. How did you move? Like, what What were you? I lifted my head up and moved my leg. Twitching, mm-hmm. flopping around. <laughs> looked like a shed. Out fish of, out of water. It looked like a fish out of water, like a shed somebody threw up on the bank right below. It was cold, bam. okay. You think that turkey spooked? Yes. But you moving? Yes. Why? Because I moved. So you didn't tell me you moved? Because <laughs> I didn't know that you spooked that turkey. I thought he just walked off. You know he spooked. I know he spooked, but I didn't know that it was because you moved. I don't know. It might have been the decoy, but that's what you said. You said it might have been the decoy. Hmm. All right. So then 20 minutes later, what happened? Uh, I didn't. I was setting a stick down. I was whittling it. I set it down. <laughs> I didn't look before I moved, and I moved and spooked a hen. You were whittling a stick? That's not what I remember. I thought you were playing with that limb that was up above you, that cedar limb. No, that was at the beginning. Whenever I wanted, whenever I was trying to break it off, mm-hmm. you couldn't find the clippers. Right, but it was in the middle of that that I saw that turkey that was like, Wah! Whatever. I don't know. Were that is that the only two times that you spooked one? Um, that think, think, think. Oh, I spooked one uh, behind our barn. Oh yeah, Easter morning. Mm-hmm. What happened that there? Was, that was rough. That was rough. I moved my shoulder a little bit, and it moved the whole barrel of my gun. He was in like. 20 yards, saw me. He was about to die, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. <laughs> then what happened? Walked off. Oh, we got really close to him on a on the other side of like a old road. Mm-hmm. Like a berm. Yeah. But I mean, what happened, ultimately what happened to the turkey? You killed him. Yeah. A couple days later <laughs> while you're at school. You don't got to rub it in. <laughs> got him. <laughs> I'm coming for you. Are you? Yeah, I'm going to burn you. Okay. You're going to burn him? I don't know exactly what that means, like with a flame or? No, like oh. roast. Mm. Okay. Um. All right. Can you all think of any other lessons that you learned this, this spring? Can you think of a lesson you learned, Maddie, from your South Carolina turkey? Yeah. Turkeys don't like the rain, so if you sit in the rain for five hours, they'll come out eventually, and then you can shoot them. Okay. I mean, I always knew they didn't like the rain, but 
I've never had to shoot a bird in the pouring down rain like we did. Yeah, but them coming out had nothing to do with the rain. I mean, I'm I'm not following you. Well, that's what you explained to me. They don't like to be in the woods when it rains because they can't control their smell or something like that. Well, they definitely like to stand in the open. Yeah. Yeah. That's different than they don't like to... like. I don't know what you mean by they don't like to be in the rain, like they're going to put a raincoat on. They don't like to be in the woods when it's raining. They like to be in the open. Okay. I just phrased it wrong. Okay, there you go. That makes a little more sense. Yeah. But that hunt was a little bit like um, the bird that you killed in Tennessee where you had to really stick with it and stick it out because what was going on? I don't think it was raining then. Was it? No, but it was wet. It was rough weather, though. Yeah. So you had to stick with it. You had to overcome something. Yeah. Like it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't yeah. just a perfect... You know, fly down first thing in the morning hunt. I mean, you had to. I stick mean, we with drove right under. Through, him. We drove right under your bird. Guarantee you, right under him. She's talking about we're we're talking about a different bird. Oh. Um. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Two different stories, sure. Y'all are all over the map. I'm so confused. We're talking um, about the bird that she killed in South Carolina. Well, I thought y'all started talking about the one, the other one that. Oh. I know a lesson I learned. Okay. Boozer doesn't like lightning. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I didn't know that. All right. How did you find that out? It was storming when I killed my bird, and he didn't want to stand there and celebrate. He wanted to get under the cover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, Trip, can you think of any more lessons that you learned? You told me a couple last night. Wear more clothes. Don't wear hiking boots if you're walking across a... Uh, grassy field. Um, what What does the hiking do to boots across a grassy field do? Get your feet wet. Mm. It was really cold. When did that happen? Michigan. How did that impact your hunt? I mean, what's the lesson there? What's the... Uh, wear light boots or wear rubber boots. Okay. Like, un- I mean, y- y'all are both... Very talkative when you're not being recorded. I don't so. understand what you're trying to ask. What, what's the lesson? What what did why did having wet feet bother you? Why was that a problem? Because it was also a little chilly and the so birds wet were feet over made you cold. Yes. And what did baking you cold have to do with the turkey hunt? Stay still. Yeah. It made you not want to be there, right? You weren't yeah. comfortable. You were cold, so you were shivering, you're moving more than normal. Thank Lord for Gurky's material. Yeah. Because we built a little bit of a blind. But we are not very talkative. I don't know what to say. What do I say? What do I say? Tell me what to say. Just just talk about it a little bit more. I mean, you were you were struggling because you were cold. You didn't want to sit there much longer. Like, you were kind of wanting to go and, you know, weren't relaxed. And so, when the turkey came in, your gun wasn't holding still, you know. And Actually, my gun was holding pretty decently still. Yeah, I understand. But you were shivering. So, you had yeah. to, like... Try to make yourself not shiver. and Take deep breaths. Yeah. Oh, I know another lesson. Okay. This wasn't South Carolina bird, but when we shot my Tennessee bird, I had to learn that when the turkey's head goes down, that's when you move. And when it comes back up, okay. you see still. All right. So this is a good lesson. <laughs> keep keep uh, keep unpacking that. Um, well, I had to crawl up the side of the ditch and into the grass without him seeing me, so I could get close enough to sit up and shoot him. Okay, so he's out in the field, and he was gobbling. He was like 50 yards away from us, yeah. like and we had to close. And we had to sneak on him, because mm-hmm. there was a ditch. We mm-hmm. probably could have called him across the ditch, but 
much better chance to just sneak up mm-hmm. and then call him to that part of the field. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so now keep, keep explaining. So daddy took my gun and you put it up there on the top of the hill, like laid it down really, really quietly and quickly. And then you had me climb up there and get on my belly and army crawl. Mm-hmm. And you told me not to move my head, not to move anything until you tell me. And it was like a, 10, 20 minute process of you telling me to sit still move. or not move. move. Stay right. still. Move, move this arm, move your back right. leg. So I had, I had my binoculars up uh-huh. and I was watching what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then when you got into position, you could see what he was doing. Mm-hmm. You could see if he was strutting or doing something, not looking. But, but what would he do every single time you moved? He kept coming closer because he thought it was a hen. Yeah. But, but it would also. But what was he attention. doing with his head? Pulling it back up. Yeah, every time you moved, he'd stick his head mm-hmm. up like a periscope. Mm-hmm. So then you'd have to do what? Sit still. Stop moving. <laughs> right. In random positions. Right. So you so but you you just did a little bit at a time until you were able to get in position. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he did. He kept mm-hmm. coming closer. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't see him for the longest time either. When so you couldn't see him, what were you thinking? Like he's probably not still there. Didn't believe I thought, me. Or I what? thought he. I, I believed you. I just. Couldn't gauge in my head how close he actually was since I couldn't see him. That's like hard. You said he was close, but I didn't know how close or which direction. Like, I kind of knew the direction, but I didn't really know the direction. Like, guess so it was very confusing. Yeah. Yeah. So. That's hard. So, Especially you, so explain the lesson again you were saying about his head. It's it's tedious process of sitting still and waiting and watching. When his head goes down, you move, and when it sits up, you have to sit still no matter where you're, what position you're in. Right. So I'm trying to get you to say it as a lesson. What's the lesson? Don't move when the turkey's head is up and looking at you. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Now you say it. You Don't say it in your word. Don't move when the turkey's sitting up looking at yeah. you. Move when he's not. Him. Yeah. Move when he's not looking at you. That's right. Mm-hmm. Which is why I carry binoculars. Mm-hmm. They were helpful that day. They were very helpful. That's right. Also had to when we did. My South Carolina bird, you weren't sitting beside me, so I had to... That was a challenge. Learn to do it myself. <laughs> okay. What did you learn about that? Well, for one, I didn't... I thought last year when I shot my bird, I had a scope on my gun, so I wasn't really 100% sure about the red dot. That kind of scared me. Mm-hmm. So I had to... I had a great, like, view of them. Like, it was easy shot, all the things, so I had to sit there and really pay attention and line the beads up and stuff. That's hard. And wait until I thought I could shoot. How did you decide when to shoot? Um, well, they they came right up to the decoys. So when they got there, he he stopped and just stuck his head up. He was fanned out, I think, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. And so I knew that like when he stopped with his head up, that's when to shoot. Why didn't you shoot before he got to the decoy? Because I knew as soon as he saw the like that decoy was there, like as soon as he saw it, he was going to take off running. Mm. So I didn't want to. I wanted to wait until he was closer. I guess I I didn't shoot him when he wasn't at the decoy because he was a little farther away, and I didn't know how good I could aim with the red dot yet. Yeah, without the red dot, you didn't have yeah, the red dot. You yeah, just had the a beads. Bead. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that's how I was like whenever I killed a first Florida bird. I didn't have a red dot on my gun. It was hard. So, uh, speaking of your Florida bird, one of the lessons you told me last night, Trip, was from that bird. What was it? To stay ready at all times. Yeah. Tell tell me about that lesson. 
whenever he came in, it was like 95 degrees and humid. We were all hot. I didn't have my hat on or my face mask up. I didn't have my gun on my knee. When he was at the decoy, I was where, halfway. Where, where was your gun? On the ground. Just laid on the ground, yeah. When he got to the decoy, my gun was only halfway on my knee. So I had to wait for him to turn around. And he couldn't strut, so it was a little bit harder to, to move. His fan was bitten off. Oh, He'd yeah, been, yeah, yeah, yeah. attacked by like a big cat or something. Yeah. Yeah, but staying ready. Staying ready, is yeah. Is important. Can you think of something else that you learned from that particular hunt? Having a really good hide made all the For difference. Real. Because if we had not had, if I'd not cut all those palm fronds and put in front of us and had a good hide, you wouldn't have been able to get your gun up and get it in position and get a shot. You know what I mean? He yeah. would have, and and you wouldn't have been spooked. able to get away, get away with not having your face mask on, not having a hat on. Yeah. Um, I was eating trail mix. <laughs> Snacking. Yeah, the Oreos that we had. It was that hot. Day. I mean, it was it was terribly hot. So and we were all just kind of almost in the giving up mode. The Oreos we had that day were expired by like a month and a half <laughs> or a year. <laughs> yeah, it they was actually horrible. probably an ear. Ear tasted like plastic. An For ear. real? Yes. Yeah, I said ear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was crazy. Can you think of any? Can you think of any other lessons that you've learned this year? Um, no. That's it. That's all of them. You want to tell us your lessons? Yeah, tell us your lessons. Um, I hadn't really thought about it. Well, neither have I. Till now. Why don't you tell everybody where you're fixing, what you're fixing to do this week? There you go. Um, I'm going to go hunting for dad for a few <laughs> days. Um, me and Keelan are going to go to New England and the New England states and See how many we can kill up there. Well, tell us the New England states. Um, we're going to start New York and Massachusetts and then kind of figure it out from there. So there's there's a bunch of states within about two hours of each other up there. So, you know, New York, Massachusetts, Vermont, Connecticut, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, that, all that stuff's like really close together. Yeah, you got it in the big. In the big? <laughs> <laughs> um. Hmm, a lesson. So I shot a bird that was probably too far. I, I misjudged the distance because he was he was in a field and there was like a tree line between me and him. He had come around behind me and I heard him coming around behind me. So I turned around to shoot him. Um, and I think he was 55 yards and I thought he was 45 yards. I just misjudged the distance. Um, by 10 whole yards and that makes a difference at 10 mm-hmm. yards it does. so I knocked him down and he got up and and I shot a second time and it knocked him down but then he disappeared and we looked for him for geez almost two hours and he was about 75 yards from where I had shot him and he had gotten underneath a big root ball of a tree he was hiding and um, I guess the lesson I learned there is, like, never stop looking. Don't misjudge. Yeah, don't misjudge the distance. But but you, you make that mistake from time to time. Like, it's, you know. It's easy to make. It's easy mistake to make. And that's not the end of the world. But, um, you know, it, it 
I would have not – I would have lost a bet. I didn't think he would be right there that close. And uh, Mike Atkinson was with me, and he found it. And uh, so I'd say the lesson is, you know, keep looking. Careful details and all that. He was able to – we were able to actually find where the the bird had bled, and we kind of blood trailed it a little bit. And then we found his tracks going through a, a wet, sandy spot. And um, and that's how we were able to find where he was underneath this big root ball. I'm not sure I've ever had to blood trail a turkey. No, I never have either. That's the first time for me. Deer hunting. Any other lessons y'all can think of that you learned? Tricks or tips? Oh, or trick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can shoot a bird out of the air. That's fun. Remember? That's a well, yeah. I remember that's a <laughs> trick or a tip or what? A trick. I didn't know I could do that. It's just like duck hunting. You're good at yeah. You're good at duck hunting. You're I good think at shooting the lesson, them out of the air. I think the lesson there is not that you can <laughs> don't miss. Shoot them out of the, yeah, I think the lesson don't there miss. is take your time and miss aim. The first time though, you didn't. You're right. It's just was it low? It it got his legs, didn't it? It was low. No, you, she broke. She I guess it hit was his a wing. wing. I, I'm not sure where she. I hit think it. I hit his wing both of the first two times we shot. Well, the point is that you need to take your time and take a you know, a good, a good clean shot. And I definitely when think you, I rushed that shot just, just a tad. When yeah. you shot, did you stand up and shoot? Or was that when you shot the second time? She was up on her knees. I, I, when I finally got him, this is back to the Tennessee bird. When I finally got him where I could see him, I could gauge when I could, when I could move and not move. And so when he put his head down at one point, I just in all one, one motion grabbed my, well, I already had my gun, but I, grabbed it and just got on my knees really fast and i don't really know if he saw me or not oh he saw you i mean i'm sure he, he took did two steps away and and then i just shot because you said is he still close enough and i was like yeah you better <laughs> you better shoot but you you raised the the thing i think you should do different next time is you didn't need to raise all the way up on your knees you needed to stay on your belly so that you could take a good aim and have a good rest yeah. and you learned the same thing with your gun about you know it, it waving in the air when you spooked the one on Easter like you need to have it across your knee or on something that's rested so that your gun is steady and you can take you know a good a good aim fortunately you know you were able to kill yours <laughs> and and that's and so it's all it's all good but if you rush a shot like that I mean that's that's, that's how happens. you miss mm-hmm. right and and um you know both of y'all this year had to shoot a turkey that was you weren't your gun wasn't pointed right at you had to move your gun and then shoot and y'all both screwed that up last season mm-hmm. year before last you screwed that up maddie <laughs> about five times three not five okay well whatever <laughs> however many it is one's too many which but I- but my my point is you both learned this year about to hold steady to hold steady yes but you what let me try to get this point out without interrupting me knucklehead you both learned when to move that's really what i'm trying to get at here you both learned like you described maddie that when he puts his head down and he goes to strut or goes to eat or something like that that you can swing your gun or you can make a small movement and so in you know in the couple prior years you both moved while the turkey was looking at you which typically makes the turkey run off or spook and so moving, getting away with movement while the turkey is, is close is an important skill because 
your Florida bird, you had to pretty well draw on it. I mean, your gun was laying on the ground, so you had to get your gun up, and then he walked behind the decoy, and you had to you had your gun like almost up, but you had to safety off and you know make a full swing. So, and you did the same thing in Michigan. You had to get your tur- you had to get your gun up. The turkeys surprised us. You had to get your gun up while they were you know inside 50, 60 yards. And yeah. while while Jake was on the decoy, really, I think I learned to appreciate it a little bit more this season. I don't know why. What do you mean by that? Like, I think I feel like all the the birds with the two birds that I shot, I feel like they it was all difficult hunt sort of, mm-hmm. and so since it was difficult, you like I enjoyed the victory more. more. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I agree. And when Granddaddy and I went last weekend. We hunted for like three hours, and we we got on the same two jakes that you and I got on that morning that I killed my bird. Mm-hmm. And I, even though we didn't find the gobbler, we, I still enjoyed hunting with Granddaddy. Yeah. Um, speaking of jakes, both of y'all um, let a jake walk off this year. Remember that? I mean, you let one walk off in South Carolina. When else did you let one walk off? Michigan, the first day we were there. That's right. You let a couple walk off in Michigan. Of course, you. I mean, that wasn't really on the table to shoot one in Michigan, but because um, we had gobblers in the field. Dad, we but, only had one tag. Yeah, that's right. You had one tag. Um, and Maddie, you let a you let a Jake walk off. Uh, that was not opening day. It was the second weekend, right? When you and I went. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, well, how did y'all feel about letting a Jake walk off? I was okay with it. I like shooting them, but when I get up there and look at them, it's like, whatever. What did it end up turning into? Killing a big bird. In Michigan, it did. That's right. It didn't in South Carolina, but, um, it, but Maddie, what, you know. I mean. Had you have killed a Jake that morning, what what would you have missed that after, that or later that day? Getting to go shoot the big bird. Right. But also, I didn't. I feel like this year I was able to feel more confident in not shooting the Jake. Like those two Jakes that we've gotten on them two different times, and the one gobbles like an actual Tom. Like yeah, like like a long like a long beard. Yeah, yeah. And I think that like last weekend it made me excited for next year when or in a couple of years when they're not going to be Jakes. Those anymore. Jakes are going like, to be big birds, exactly, and then we're yeah. going to go shoot them. Go kill them. Kill them all. Um, Me and Dad saying is our best flavor, best kind of turkey is not ours. Yeah. What did you say? Our best kind of turkey is not ours. Our <laughs> favorite kind of turkey is yeah. somebody else's. That's <laughs> what you meant. Yeah. Um, It does make you excited about next year, and, and that is one of the best things about not shooting a Jake, but you know, when you're learning, you, Mm -hmm. you shoot a Jake when you have the opportunity. And, um, and so y'all shot several Jakes, but, um, I think you both feel very proud of the long beards that you waited on because you had to earn them and they, they weren't easy. And they were all big. They were, they were all big. And we got to watch Um, them and watch how they they react and and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, the first time we saw them, they were pretty close. Like, 50, 70 yards away. What, the Jakes? Yeah. Yeah. Like right around the corner. Yeah. Um, Tripp, you said something the other day about um, you really took these birds for granted. What did you mean by that? 
they can see every little movement we do and they can they can see they can see everything they can see you blink your eyes uh, under your face mask stuff like that and so what what did you mean by taking them for granted like in the past you hadn't really paid attention to the fact that they could they can see that yeah huh. that cost you a couple opportunities yep does it make you want to hold still or make you just not want to go makes me want to hold still <laughs> <laughs> Um, how does it feel to spook one? It really sucks. It really sucks. Why? Like, what's what's the thoughts growing through your mind when you spook one? Usually, if you're spook one, you're real close to killing him. And so... It's like, that's your opportunity. Like that was our opportunity. We just missed it. Mm-hmm. And also, it, it like in Indiana, man, we'd, we'd driven forever to get there. My gosh, you know, it was so long. We hadn't hardly slept. And it so, wasn't even long. It was just long. Yeah. But it was, we left after school, so we had, you know, seven hours got after there at 12. school. So we got, the, yeah, we got there like 12, 30, 11 o'clock. I had traffic, you know, to kind of flub up the only opportunity you have. It's, it is kind of discouraging. I'll agree with you. It really sucks. Yeah. That's it. In that situation, I see how it sucks. I think it makes me want to go more. Same. Makes my adrenaline rush. To and mess anger. one up. Yeah. But to keep going. Gotcha. It makes me, it, it kind of makes me want to give up, but um. anyways. Another, just because it's like, yeah, you did all this work and then, you know, just there goes your go. chance. Yeah. yeah. Um, but another lesson that I learned was just a, um, kind of in the don't give up thing was just to knock on doors and ask for permission. Um, the bird that I killed in Michigan was, um, we didn't need old Dan. Um, had nothing to do with needing Dan. Um, it had everything to do with just, trying, he was, he was busy. Right. And so, and so instead of just sitting there and waiting, it was a good idea to go try. And it was one o'clock in the afternoon, but the birds were on a different piece of property, but, I couldn't get permission on the piece that the birds were on, so I got permission on the piece next door and was able to call the birds onto that piece of property. And um, and and actually, it was one of those kind of just have to be ready things because... You don't know when it's going to happen. Well, I was calling at birds that I could see that had come from this other piece of property, and the bird I killed slipped in 20, you know, about 20 yards from me, completely dead silent. And I heard a little noise that sounded like a cluck. And I looked where I heard it, and I could see a longbeard standing there. And so because I was ready, because I had my gun, you know, in a, in a good position, um, I was able to, to go ahead and draw and, you know, and shoot. And, uh, and he, he spooked as I was moving my gun for sure. But I was able to yelp at him just enough as I was pulling my gun up to get him to pause and go, wait, wait. Did I really spook at something that was danger or did I spook at something that was, you know, a hen? And that moment of getting him to hang up, whoa, just that one second, bam, got him killed. <laughs> um, so, uh, but but knocking on doors, you know, we, we just, we get so quick into thinking that, um, oh, nobody will let us hunt, nobody will let us hunt. But you just keep asking and people, you know, you, eventually you may find somebody. Somebody will give in to it. Yeah. Um, so anyways, any other lessons y'all can think of? No, this isn't really a lesson, but 
I think next season I want to start calling more. Really? Mm-hmm. What kind of calling do you want to you want to work with a friction call or with a mouth call or what? Well, I have a Thunderdome right now. Okay. Well, that's fun. Off. I love it. Okay. It's very easy, not difficult. Talk to so. me about calling. Why do you want to call? Um, well, I really like to use a Thunderdome. It's kind of like it's it's I don't know, it's easy and it's fun to to work. I I love to work like sitting at shows when we're bored. That's what I do. <laughs> Sit there and work on the turkey call. Yeah. But I think it makes it more worth it when you call your own bird in. Okay. Like yeah. Usually I have you or Trip or Granddaddy or somebody calling for me. So mm-hmm. taking matters into my own hands. There you go. Okay. Next, next year when, or not next year, next time Josh comes down, you should ask him how to teach you to do a mouth call. Yeah. I'd want to learn. I just, it's very difficult. It, it's hard. It's not easy. But it's, you're right. It's much more enjoyable when you call your own turkey up. I understand that. I appreciate that. That's that's a worthwhile. That's a worthwhile thing. Yep. 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 <laughs> Aren't there some characters on Sesame Street that are like yep 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 yep? I have Y'all no idea. That? No idea. Nope. I probably didn't watch Sesame Street <laughs> enough to matter. I, I remember watching it a little bit, but I don't. I don't know. I don't remember. Hmm. I got you. All right. Well, any other top secret? Tricks, tips, lessons. Oh, I need to get um, uh, one of the mossy oak things that go around your leg, taller oh, yeah. your gun. Mm-hmm. The one like I have is wheelchair. I don't like it. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was cheap. <laughs> I got it. Um. Yeah, those are helpful because, especially when you have a little bitty knee like yours, I mean, gives you a place to put your gun on without it rolling off. Yeah, Weston has one. Yeah, cool. All right, well, y'all all talked out. I don't know what to say. Are you all talked out? I don't know. I, I could talk more, but uh, I guess it just depends on. We'll leave and I'll think of something else. Will you? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess the last thing I would ask is what's y'all's, what's your favorite turkey hunt from this year? Florida. Why Florida? Because of how pretty it was. You like the jungle swamp stuff they had going down there, did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. What was your favorite hunt? I think my favorite hunt was hunting with Granddaddy, even though we didn't kill one. Yeah. We I haven't I don't I haven't gotten to like go hunt with him, just us two. Yeah. For like a long time, and we did a lot of walking. Yeah. And crawling and climbing and all the things. Yeah. Cool. Um, I also liked it, liked Florida because our Airbnb was real nice. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Airbnb, I agree. I think I asked you this last night, Trip, um, but you can answer it again. If you could only go hunting one more time in one more place, where would you go? Turkey hunt. Grandma and Granddaddy's house. Be more specific. Um, like, oh, where did I say? Oh, um, Right where it the levee starts going to the duck hole, right there. Why? Because that's where we drove under them, and I I think that there's still some birds when, in there. When you drove under them, what do you mean when you drove under them? Me and Granddaddy hunted whenever y'all hunted. I think it was whenever you killed your bird. Y'all just walk, y'all drove a four wheeler in there or something. You think you drove underneath them? Yeah. Yep. 
But so if you only could hunt, whoa, sorry for the big yawn. So if you could only hunt <laughs> one more time ever for the rest of your life, that's where you'd go. Yep. Okay. Maddie, where would you go? I may not kill one, but it'd be special. Okay. Well, I love South Carolina. I just love how pretty it is. Okay. And I hate to be basic, but I'd probably say Graminger Nice House, too, because it's so pretty. Okay. Where we hunted last weekend. Um, On the Dove property? I do love the Dove property, but we didn't get to go hunt up there very much just because all the rain. Um, Where was it? It was... Y'all were on a place we call the Scott Farm. Yeah, that. Uh-huh. It was so pretty. I just, I love the yellow top. Yeah. That is oh. my favorite part of turkey season is the yellow top. It yeah. is gorgeous. Yeah, it was really there. pretty this year. Um, so I pretty. like the yellow top, too. Mm-hmm. I think my favorite spot would be what we call Connector Road between um, the two pieces of the farm. Mm-hmm. It's like this long road with big trees that overhang, wrap over it. And I don't always see turkeys there, but every time I see that road, I think, boy, that would be such a pretty place for a turkey to, mm-hmm. to be standing or strutting because it's like this gigantic long tunnel. Mm-hmm. And um, that's where a couple years ago, do what? I was, I was going to say, that's where we found the alligator gar. There's like four or five of them in that. In a little puddle? Yeah, in that in that stream where the... In the stream, whenever you come down connector, right where it starts to get flat, right there, that mm-hmm. that, that little slough crosses it. Yeah, they were trying to get get up like up a little waterfall. Mm. It was cool. Um, well, I just always the first time I ever saw that particular spot, I thought to myself, "Boy, that just looks like where a turkey would walk down and mm-hmm. be strutting and be a painting or something." And I've never I've never gotten on a turkey there until two years ago. And Granddaddy and I started right there, and a, um, right there by what we call Mom's Stand. There's a little green field right there, and it's like two roads come together in a T. And um, we were, we just started right there just to listen. And we were real early, and one gobbled, and he was just man, he wasn't, but about two hundred yards down that road. And um, he, we watched him fly down into that road, and he strutted all the way up that road. And he was standing at the corner where there's always a bunch of yellow top right there. And he was standing there in that yellow top when Granddaddy shot him. So pretty. And it's awesome. It's like my favorite thing ever. I like that that's spot uh, for deer hunting. Yeah, yeah that's, that's a, a good, good spot. spot. <laughs> really good we spot. We just need to update the stand a little bit. <laughs> yeah. That stand's cold. The The road doesn't look long until you walk, walk down it. Oh, yeah. And it's very it's, long. It's long. I love that property for... The deer hunting, because we have a lot of different memories there. Because hmm. I shot my deer there, and then somebody, sh- I think Granddaddy and I both shot, was it yeah, how it we was- shot the buck, and we missed, and we mm-hmm. called that guy out there to help us. He had his dog or whatever in the field behind it. The field that's on the other side of Mom's stand, like right behind oh, that, it. That's a, that's a, like uh, the trail all back in it. The Jeter just, field, or are you talking about the field on the lake? Not the field on the lake, just like directly behind the stand the one that's like the hot spot of the i just think it's all Mm. it's i just love that spot it's by wherever she killed her first buck isn't it yeah Um, the the field the field where she killed her first buck was like behind it 
And I was gotcha. in the black deer stand. Mm-hmm. Well, cool. All right. Well, so y'all are going hunting next weekend with granddaddy while I'm out of town. Uh-huh. Guess so. How many of y'all going to kill? All of them. <laughs> I don't want to kill all of them, but I'd like to kill one more to tag out. Okay. So we'll see. I hadn't even killed one in Tennessee. Well, maybe we'll get you one, you and Granddaddy. Are y'all going to all three hunt together, or are y'all going to go separate, or what are y'all going to do? I don't know if Granddaddy would let me do that. He probably would. I don't know. We'll see. I'll talk to him about it. Last time when I went, he had a plan. So we went with his plan, so we'll have to see what he has to say. He had a plan for me, too, whenever whenever I hunted with him. Oh, yeah. What was his plan? With I don't remember what y'all did. We That was when those two dogs came up on us. Oh, yeah. And me to you didn't even see us. Mm-hmm. Um, he wanted to sit in that field. It was at mom's stand. He wanted to sit there for a while and see if we heard anything. Yeah. I got you. We walked a long ways. Does he know y'all are coming next weekend? I don't know. you already not. talked to him? No. Assuming he's in town. If you tell him in ahead of time, then he probably won't. We'll have uh, a plan. Yeah, he'll have a plan. That's right. <laughs> But if you don't tell him, then he may not have a plan. You could surprise him. But I'll need to ask him. I'll text him. You're going to have to tell him. Yeah. So. All right. Well, so you're going to take your Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. What call are you going to use? Janice. Okay. And my box call. And your box call. Cool. All right. Well, now that y'all have learned all the, all the lessons that could possibly be learned, don't make any mistakes next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> We'll have to make another podcast. (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening and thanks for telling us some turkey hunting stories, you two. Of course. No problem. Anytime. Okay. Tell the people goodbye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) See y'all later. Hey, y'all. This is Spence and Frawley. And just wanted to say thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast. We really, really enjoy producing this podcast and would be really grateful. If wherever you get your podcasts, if you would subscribe to the Rolling Thunder podcast and give us a five-star rating, somehow, apparently, out there in internet la-la media land, (laughs) that helps our podcast to be found by other people like you. So, we just want you to know we appreciate you listening, and we'd like to ask you to subscribe and give us a five-star review and keep on listening and unfortunately recording podcasts don't pay the bills so we just do this for fun and for y'all and we want it to grow as bad as y'all want it to grow so we could really use your help in doing that share it with a friend yes right we appreciate y'all stopping by again thanks for listening